Welcome to Men in Relationships, the podcast about evolving the emotional habits of men through inner transformation that will lead to positive external changes in your relationship. I believe there's a huge lack in support and vulnerability and discussion around these topics about men in relationships. And that's why I'm here talking to you today. So sit back, relax, and let's grow. Hey, what's up? I welcome you back to the show. Thank you everyone for checking it out and coming back, or if this is your first time, I welcome you to the show. And if these episodes bring you or have brought you any sort of value, I would really, really appreciate if you could give a review or a rating on iTunes, on Spotify, or whatever platform you're using. It'll really help to get this message out, get this word out, and to hopefully expand and grow this podcast. So that would be greatly appreciated. And I want to dive right into today's episode. And it's really about... How do we get back on track? You know, we may have had a great spark in our relationship or a great beginning or, you know, it ebb and flows and it, it has its highs and has its lows, but how do we get it back on track? And there's really three main universal laws that are going to help facilitate this. And at the same time, they also help uh, to attain goals uh, our vision, everything in life. But I think as males, as driven males, uh, I, I like to speak to that type of individual because I, I see myself in that and I feel like I have the most wisdom within that. And that's really what I study um, to basically help myself in my relationship. That's how it really all started. And then really my intention is to get that out to the world and help other similar men and similar individuals who may be in that type of scenario. So if you're anything like me, you probably have a burning desire to achieve more in life. And that same desire, and that's not to say that desire is bad. Let's not ignore the desire. Let's not try and change the fact that you have that desire because that's where resentment might creep in. But it might be that same desire uh, that might be distracting you from one of the most important aspects of your life, aka your relationship. So I strongly believe that our best qualities and our, our strengths can also act as a double-edged sword. It can be our greatest attribute, our greatest strength, the thing that helps us propel the farthest in life, but it can also be our biggest weakness, our Achilles heel, if we aren't aware and conscious and cautious of how, <laughs> what, what is happening on the other end of that sword. And for me anyways, there's a direct impact on my relationship when my desire to create more goes unchecked. So my natural tendency is to gravitate to my masculine energy. I live within the masculine very often. And again, this is not bad. This is just something to be aware of. So that will result in less time, energy, and tapping into my emotions in my relationship because that is a lot more feminine. And masculine or feminine is not good nor bad. It's just we need to be aware of how often we're living in the masculine and how often we're living in the feminine 
And what does our unique individualized relationship need? What does it crave on both ends? Because we don't want to just satisfy our partner and we don't want to only be selfish and take, make them meet us to only our standards. And the amount of focus I put towards achieving other endeavors and goals in my life, um, especially in the past, was significantly more than what my relationship goals and desires were. Because quite honestly, the relationship goals and desires were, like I said, a lot more in that feminine. They involved me going and tapping into that feminine energy, into the connection, into receiving um, into expressing my emotions, uh, stepping back from that hardcore drive and efficiency and get things done. Again, the masculine, um, is going to masculine energy is really going to drive us to our purpose, to fulfillment, to freedom, to goals, to external creating, doing that's very masculine. Whereas feminine is on the other spectrum when we're receiving, or we're bonding, we're connecting, relationships, togetherness, um, openness, which is, is, which is essential for a healthy relationship. So for me, and probably most men out there who are driven, we might not see the benefit of tapping into that. And therefore, the relationship kind of goes wayside because naturally... Nature has instilled more masculine energy in certain folks, usually men, not always. And, and so we're just naturally drawn and pulled towards creation, to doing, to getting things done, fulfillment, purpose, freedom, all of these things, which are amazing. Although if we only stay within that energy and we don't learn how to step out of that and mix in and tap into the feminine, our relationship is going to be screwed <laughs> if our partner desires that. And there will need to be that synergy of mixing both. And so just personally for me, I would find, I, I, I like to take on a lot. I like to explore. I'm curious. I'm, I'm adventurous. I want to see what's possible. That's very masculine. I, I, really, really focus on my fitness, health and fitness, nutrition, holistic health, financial freedom, creating finances, starting an online business, working a full-time job, real estate investing, crypto investments. That's all doing, creating towards fulfillment, passion, freedom, right? That's all masculine. So where's the feminine? <laughs> and, and this is what I had to discover. I really had to discover, okay, like, this isn't bad, first of all. This isn't wrong. This doesn't make me wrong. This doesn't make me a bad person. This doesn't make me a bad partner unless I don't have the awareness to make some alterations to that. I might become a bad person. I might become a bad partner. Actually, it's funny. I was literally walking through the kitchen and Jess was watching one of those stupid real estate shows where they're selling mansions in LA or something like that. And they were talking about relationships, funny enough. That's why it sparked my curiosity. And they're talking about each one of these people, you know, that seems like they just siphon through relationships or it's always, they have such amazing chemistry and connection and they're on to the next one or none of them have long-term relationships. Well, no wonder. They're all, and not most of them are females actually, but they're operating within the masculine energy. They're creating, they're, they're moving towards per 
purpose, their fulfillment, money, create, drive, go, go, go. And how on earth are you going to sustain or create or cultivate a healthy relationship built for longevity? It's going to be impossible unless we up our awareness, up our consciousness to a higher level to have the awareness of what is going on. This isn't to say you need to hold yourself back and not pursue any of these things. I am not saying that whatsoever. Do not take that and think that I'm telling you to not pursue those things because I actively do as well. But we need to learn how to tap into that feminine, how to operate with our partner in a relationship, being vulnerable, having in intimacy, emotional intimacy, you know, going there, going beneath the surface level. Because when we're only in the masculine, we're only in our head, only in our thoughts, and usually we're not present, we're not conscious, we're not aware. We're just thinking on what the next step is, what the next creation is, what the next goal is. We have a very difficult time focusing on the present moment, focusing on connection, focusing on the relationship, which, might I add, is essential, in my opinion, for our overall happiness. Because before I really worked and focused on this, I'd have all these other things flowing nicely for me again. I'm not, you know, some absolute mogul of <laughs> business mogul. You know, I'm working my way up from where I was. I've made drastic improvements and I, I think I'm doing pretty well for a person my age. But again, you know, for me and, and, and what's important to me. But anyways, when the other things were flowing well, the fitness, the health, the financial freedom, you know, starting to gain momentum in finances, starting an online business, real estate investing, crypto investments, all these things were flowing nicely. And I realized and, and luckily caught myself and luckily I have a partner who we have very clear boundaries and agreements on when we step out of line to dial the other person in and, and bring each other back to connection for both of us. And uh, so luckily we do have those boundaries and agreements and that's so important to have in a relationship. But I digress a little back to when everything was flowing nicely. I still felt that void, that void of happiness, that void, something was missing. And that was that connection in my relationship with which I think is so important. And actually uh, one of the biggest human desires is that connection, that bonding, that togetherness. So to push that aside just to create only for external goals. And again, most people, a lot of people don't even know why they're chasing external goals. They're just doing it because they think they should be. But what do those external goals mean? What are those agreements within your relationship? Why are you doing them? For what purpose? Where, where's your target point? You know, make sure everything is aligned there, not only with whatever's in your mind and whatever personal goal you have, but with your partner, share that, share that with them, let them in, make sure they know why it's so important, why you're doing this. And <laughs> they need to articulate why it's so important, why that connection, that bond, that relationship is so important. So you can fundamentally understand that and hopefully experience it for yourself when you begin to tap into it. So once I began to slowly find that sweet spot of, okay, mixing that masculine and feminine energy, you know, it, it take, first of all, it takes consistency and effort, a lot of effort to sustain that sweet spot. And that sweet spot is ever changing. It's never just, oh, I'm there. I'm good. You know, I'm always working to find that sweet spot and where my focus and desires began to incorporate my relationship needs as much as my other desires, well, that's when things started to flow a bit better. 
okay, I understand that this relationship is part of my foundation. This is fundamentally important to me. So why am I only putting my focus on these other things? You know, and for me, I had to understand that, okay, again, I'm not a bad person, but it's because it doesn't align with my masculine energy. And my masculine energy is naturally gravitating me to these other things, even though this relationship is equally, if not as much, if not more important. So I had to fundamentally, fundamentally understand this, elevate my awareness around this. So my actions could therefore align with that conceptualization. And we tend to bypass this importance of continuously prioritizing our relationship because it's always changing. It's always evolving. It's always moving. So if we're not prioritizing the relationship, especially after years of being in the same relationship, you know, that it'll just fade out of our awareness, out of our consciousness, and it'll fall wayside because that masculine is going to pull us more and it's going to feel more important because we don't have it. We don't have enough. We need more. That's how we're naturally built. That's naturally our desires are leading us that way. So it's kind of counterintuitive that we need to go against the natural, natural grain and pull and push of what we think we're supposed to be doing. This isn't to say to quit or give up on that. This is to say to incorporate the other thing. And yeah, life gets busy. And for us high achievers, it's easy to get carried away with those other goals and aspirations. And again, I'm equally as guilty as any of you listening to doing this stuff. And this, if anything, is a great reminder to myself. And I really, truly try to practice what I preach. I re-listen to these podcasts. I make sure I'm taking note of this. I check in with myself, with my emotions, with my intuition, with my awareness. Where am I out of line here? How can I be better at this? And, and so, yeah, this, this is equally as for me as it is for, I'm sure, you. And as men or someone with more masculine energy, again, this could be females who live in that masculine, just like that stupid realtor, realtor show. You know, there's many women who are very driven and very goal-oriented oriented, and, you know, they live with that masculine energy, but they're females. That doesn't mean a man is the only one who can embody masculine energy. You know, there's a lot of males who embody more feminine energy as well. But for this podcast purpose, I'm speaking to men with a lot of masculine energy. And we tend to forget about all this. And like I said, our focus will gravitate to that fulfillment, that purpose, that freedom. Um, or, and, and we may define it as providing for our family, which it is. Yes, there's truth behind that. But to what extent, right? We really need to check in and be, be real and raw with that. You know, we, 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 we tell our spouse, we tell our wife, all this is for our family. And it probably is. And, and those are the natural, true intentions and desires. And, and they are. They are for me as well. But at what point? At what cost? Right? If we're sacrificing our relationship, is it really to provide for your family? Or is it just because you're, <laughs> you only live within that masculine energy and you want more? You want more? You want to create more? So here's three universal laws to help us get back on track with our relationship if we if any of this is resonating with you so the first one is the law of desire and these are these are fundamental and it's funny because you probably use these three laws to get and attain external goals external validity external creation right if you're someone who's successful or who's driven then you've probably whether you're aware of it or not use these three laws continuously, repeatedly, all the time. Um, but we're probably not using them uh, towards our relationship. 
because the relationship is a bit more aligned with more feminine energy, potentially, right? There's aspects that involve masculinity, you know, for sure within relationships, but I'm talking about that connection, that bond, that intimacy portion. Um, so the first one, law of desire, you only fully get what you want if you deeply desire it. Obviously there's luck and one-offs and crazy situations, but as a law, as a rule of thumb, you only fully get what you want if you deeply desire it. And previously I only desire the other areas of my life because I didn't have it or I didn't have enough of it. That masculine was just pushing me. I need more, create more. Well, I already have the relationship, right? I already have this. I don't want to work on that because it's undesirable. It's not as shiny. It's not as exciting as these other things. I don't want to work on my emotions and being vulnerable. You know, I just, I didn't truly desire it because A, I didn't see the benefits on the other side. I didn't conceptualize that to the fullest extent. And I desired it. I desired the other things more than I desired the work, right? The, the work I have to put in. Uh, to, to attain that successful relationship, especially at the start, because I was like, holy shit, this is such a huge mountain to climb. If I'm to, if I'm to actually make this thing work, oh man, that's going to take a lot of effort, a lot of energy. And quite frankly, it was just easier to desire other things and focus on them. And it, it fell by the wayside many times to work on my relationship. And it's as simple as that. If you don't want something enough, your actions will be inconsistent or non-existent towards that. So what do you truly desire? Don't tell your partner you desire a great relationship and you have no intention or desire to create a great relationship. If you can't actually see the benefits of what a great relationship will bring to your life, then who are you kidding? Why are you lying? You know, Take some time to reflect on all the benefits, all the positives of what a relationship or a family can bring. Right? And that was the tipping point for me. I really had to see and believe and understand that getting on the other side of that mountain, on the other side of the hill, on the other side of that work was going to be worth it. And then I truly desired the relationship and personal internal work I would have to do and go through to create that. But without that desire, it was never going to happen. And without that desire, it didn't happen until I truly did desire it. So speaking from experience, Law of desire is going to help you get things back on track in your relationship. Law of attraction. If we focus on something enough, we will eventually attract it into our life. And this isn't just thinking about something once and you attract it. This is consistent, progressive focus while simultaneously matching the vibration of having already achieved what you desire. So your focus, energy, and emotions, all of those in a, in a cocktail mixed together, your focus, energy, your vi- which is your vibration, um, and emotions will be an essential part of this equ- equation. So, you know, obviously focus is easy enough to conceptualize and our emotions. And there's a concept called be, do, have. You know, we think of it the other way around. Well, if I have this, I, I'll act a certain way and then I'll be this type of person. But we want to reverse engineer that to be, do, have. Well, if I be this person before it happens, now I'm aligning my energy and my vibration to that and things will 
start to shift around me because now I'm expecting it. My focus is there. My energy is there. I'm vibrating on that playing level. There's a lot into um, <laughs> quantum, uh, the quantum field and creating from that. And that goes down into uh, quite the rabbit hole, which I won't get into today, but just understand that your focus, energy, and emotions are an essential part of this equation. And again, this isn't just thinking or hoping, oh, I wish I get this every day. Oh, I really hope you become rich. Ah, please let me become rich today. <laughs> you know, or whatever bullshit it is. Whatever hoping thing we're hoping for. Like we gotta put in the work still here. Let's let's not forget about that. So the law of attraction is going to help us activate our reticular activating system every single day to remind us that, oh yes, this is why this is important. Oh yes, this is how it's going to feel. This is how I feel when I attract that, when I when I have achieved that. So let me just, I don't need to have achieved that to feel this certain way. I can be this successful man, loving husband before I actually have a family or before I have kids or before I have a certain num number in the bank account, right? I can act as that person. It's totally possible. That's what the law of attraction is. And then you just live that out every single day and you are way more likely <laughs> to attain the things you are wanting to attain. You're going to be operating from that level. You're, you're leveling up. You're upping your consciousness to a higher state, to a higher frequency. And that is going to allow you to attract those things in your life because your previous self or your old vibrations, the way you operate every single day has not got you those results. So you're going to continually create those same results unless you change things, unless you become that person. The law of attraction isn't just thinking about it. It is becoming it before you have attained it. Um, and then the third one is law of action. You must take aligned, inspired and consistent action and every action will create a result, right? There's, there's energy into every action and within that action comes a result. We may not see that result right away, but over and over again, just like the gym, the gym is just the best analogy because you could work out in the gym for three weeks without seeing anything. But you eventually become more strong. You eventually start to see transformation, your body transform, right? It's that, it's that action that will eventually, maybe not right now, create the result. And again, thinking and hoping will not get you the results you desire. You can set intentions all you want, but without action, there will be no results. So very important. Um, and again, if you're a high achiever, if you're a high performer, you probably use these three laws already, or most of them, some of them, in your day-to-day -day life to attain your goals, to move forward, to become that person you wanted to become. But are you using them in your relationship? And that is the question today. Do you desire? What do you truly desire? The law of desire. <laughs> become the person, become the partner, become the husband before the actual event has transpired, law of attraction. And of course, take the aligned actions to your intention to create a result. Without action, you will not receive the result. So implement these three laws into your relationship and I guarantee you will get it back on track. That's it for me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for checking it out. I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to this and acknowledge yourself for trying to work on your relationship, putting in the work, putting in the effort. And now it is time to put those three laws into action and you will see results. So I will see you on the next episode and take care.
Before I let you go, I just wanna let you know what I've been up to behind the scenes. I've been busy building a program called the Emotional Evolution Process. And this program was built through inspiration and really just a passion for something that I believe in so strongly and where, there, where there's just really a lack in the market for, and that is men in relationships and to help men evolve their emotional habits. This is something that we need to work on, especially if we want a fulfilling, successful relationship or if we need to repair one that might be in jeopardy right now. So, like I said, check me out on socials, send me a message on socials to connect, and if this sounds like a fit for you, I would love to hear from you. Other than that, have a great day.